If you're ready to remember who you are on an energetic, sacred, and soul level, to seek your truth, to feel your power, and to shine your light brighter than before, if you are ready to awaken on a deeper level, then I, Kimberly Castro, welcome you to Quantum Speaks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Quantum Speaks. I am uh, Kimberly Castro, and today I have the um, beautiful honor to introduce our guest speaker, um, Sandra uh, Hinojosa. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, yeah, that's so perfect. Beautiful. And um, you are um, Hay House Best author, a teacher, a life coach. Um, and I'm so excited to share you with the audience today. So a little bit about you um, that I want to share with the audience is that you're a certified life coach from um, the Transformational Arts College in Toronto, Canada. You're a qualified um, solution-focused coach and an Ericsson International uh, from Ericsson International in Vancouver, Canada, and a best-selling author of Chica, Why Not? How to Live with Intention and Manifest a Life that Loves You Back published by Hay House. That's so exciting. I want to get into that in a little bit. But through your Facebook and Instagram communities, you like to share all of your coaching programs and to help Latinas internationally manifest the life that loves them back. So I am so happy that you are here. Um, and can you tell me a little bit about yourself? But welcome in. Welcome. Come in. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, a bit about myself. I am Mexican. I was born and raised in, uh, well, I was born in Mexico City and I was raised in Monterrey, Mexico. And, um, you know, I don't talk a lot about my past life, but I actually used to be, I'm still, I guess. I I studied chemical engineering and I have a master's in food science. Wow. And I had um, a very, I like to think, successful career in the food industry. And through that career, you know, <clears throat> I had many ups and downs, um, but it was in around 2005, it was around 2005 when I was feeling very stuck and very um, like I wanted something else. And I was feeling like everyone else had what they wanted except me. And I just didn't know how to do it. <clears throat> I was so stuck. And in 2006, I found the law of attraction and that's, <clears throat> sorry. Okay. And that's what changed my life. And that's what changed my life. It was, um, you know, the first time I heard you can be, do or have anything you want. I was like, really? That's a thing. Why don't I have everything I want? And that was the beginning of, of it for me. So um, 16 years later, I, I still love manifesting. And now I love, teaching chicas how to do it, share it with everybody else. I love that. So what about being stuck, just for the listener? So what what was the feeling like? Where do you feel stuck oh, in your life God. that made you feel like you needed something else? You, did you, you, yes, explain that if you could. Yeah, I was stuck everywhere. <clears throat> like I was thinking I should be doing better at work. I mean, I was easily working 50, 60 hours a week. I didn't feel recognized, you know, anytime there was a promotion, they would pass me, like, they wouldn't actually consider me. 
so I was feeling almost like I was working so hard and people were looking at me and then no relationship would last me more than four months. You know, money would never last. It was everywhere in my life. I remember, you know, washing dishes. I had this little, I was living in this apartment in Toronto and I had this little window and I remember washing dishes and just crying because I felt like I should be somewhere else than where I was. And I so desperately wanted to be there. Right. I just didn't know how to get there. Um, so it was a very frustrating feeling, very frustrating. And it just felt like there was something wrong with me, you know? Right. Oh, no. So you... I know. So, I know. <laughs> you can't make me cry. <laughs> so, well, so what got you to the point, I know you said something, the law of attraction, which I know everybody finds it at different times. You, you know, you hear about it all the time. And I, and I still haven't dabbled in that because I also understand there's many different laws in the universe, but for some reason, I guess when that book, the secret came out and that film, a lot of people were just drawn to that law. And to me, there's other laws that sometimes, you know, it's like a recipe. So if you're focused too much on one, you might not get the other. So it's kind of like a, a balance or a little harmonic dance. So how did you experience or hear about the law of attraction? Because you said that's kind of the pivotal moment or maybe the catalyst to you becoming, you know, a coach and author and, um, and known for that. Yeah. So. And, you know, I'm a huge believer that when you ask the universe wants nothing more than to bring you an answer. And I believe at that point through my energy, through my, you know, through what I was in my life, I was really asking for help. I was really just hitting rock bottom and being like, just help me out. And, um, he first started actually, he wasn't quite hearing about the law of attraction, but he was kind of like hearing about what was possible. Um, there was this president at the company that I worked at, and um, he was amazing. And we had this party, and we, there were going to be drinks. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to bring my car because I want to, I want to be able to drink. And so at the end of the party, um, we all got in a car and we were going somewhere in downtown Toronto, you know. And I'm sitting next to the CFO, the chief financial officer, and he was so drunk. And he was just saying, oh, you know, this guy, he's so nice, a new president, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know, he used to complain about everything. The projects he had, the projects he didn't have, the work that he had, the work he didn't have. And then one day he stopped complaining. He was a junior marketer at the time. One day he stopped complaining, and five years later, he was the president of the company. And I remember hearing that and I'm like, what? what? You know, it's one of the things, it, it, and you know, what is, you know, imagine I'm like so stuck at work and I feel like everything is unfair and there's something wrong with me. And by the way, I was really well known for complaining back then. <laughs> <laughs> I could have written a book about complaining. So when this guy said that, I remember I didn't know what to make of it, but I knew it meant something. And it was going to be something that I was going to remember and that it was maybe important to me. And right. sure enough, 2006. So I, at the time I was working in manufacturing. So there was no reason for me to be working from home. Also, this was 12, you know, 16 years ago. People didn't work from home back right. then. They yeah. went to the office. But for some reason, I was working from home. 
And whenever I work from home, I would put Oprah on and the movie The Secret. They, she was interviewing the people from the movie The Secret. And, you know, their message seemed very similar to what I had just heard like a couple of weeks before about the new president of the company. Like, you can make things happen for yourself kind of thing. And I remember here, you know, hearing these teachers and, you know, as soon as my workday was over, I go on the internet and I look up for the movie. I find the movie, I watch it. And it was the first version. And it was um, the teacher that I resonated the most with was Abraham Hicks. Mm. So immediately I went and looked for Abraham Hicks online and I'm listening to, you know, some recordings they had on their website and I'm listening to, I'm reading the stuff that they have in there. And then they, there's a tab that says events. So I click on it and they were going to be in my town like a couple of weeks later. What? So <laughs> I went and bought a ticket. Uh, it was for a weekend workshop. They don't do those anymore. Well, Jerry has passed away now, but Esther only does half a day workshop. And she doesn't even travel anymore, partly because of Corona. But she, back then they used to do like a whole weekend workshop. So I signed up, I was sitting at the front. And oh my God, that weekend changed my life. That was, um, that was March, 2006. I wrote like nonstop. And I remember taking notes, writing, writing, and then coming home, writing everything in an email and sending it to everybody I knew. Say, you guys know this, that this is a thing? Wow. Within the next five years, I had the promotion I wanted, even an international um, an international assignment. I was moved to England. I had a house. I had a husband. I had everything I wanted. And he was like, all right, this, thing's, this is working out. And then, you know, life happened, right? Mm -hmm. So I moved to a country with very different um very different culture and I was once again many of the things that I haven't dealt with all of the you know beliefs of words and all of the things that started coming up once again so that was kind of like the next level where I had to learn that alignment yes is you know following your bliss mm -hmm. but sometimes bliss is not within reach and when that happens you know you need to keep reaching for the best feeling thought and the best feeling and that sometimes means crying your eyes out first before yes. you can reach for peace sometimes it means you know hitting some pillows going to therapy all of those things um so that was kind of like the second learning that i had about the law which is the law is way more than just being happy all the time it's about learning how to bring yourself back on, in alignment when you're not and, and when those feelings of that feeling work come out. Long story short, 2008, 2009, I was having that belief that I needed to do something else. Then I ended up moving to England, had this new learning about the law of attraction, came back to a different company. And I kept thinking, I need to do something different. I didn't know what it was. So I did a little bit of Reiki, I did a little bit of cards, and then I did coaching. And then I did coaching, and I fell in love with coaching. And um, that was 2015, my first certification in coaching, and I started coaching. And that's when I realized that 
many people get stuck in the same three places. They don't know what they want. They know what they want, but they don't know how to get it. Or they know what they want. They know how to get it, but they just can't get themselves to do it. And I was telling a friend about it. And my friend is like, you should write a book about it. And that was the beginning of it. I attended a writer's workshop with Hay House and submitted my proposal. And they bought my book in 2018. Yes. That's so amazing. I love your story. Um, (laughs) So... I'm just curious too, like, but obviously you didn't know at the time, but how do you see it now when you look back? Do you feel like it's like layers? I feel like it's layers of your, your healing, your growth and alignment. You go through the layers and then you might have to reach for help. You might have to go, like you said, you might have to cry cleansing tears because cleansing, it's just coming out. It's just bubbling up and it needs to come out somehow, or you go to therapy or you get a mentor, you get a coach or you read a book. So and then it's almost like a reset, right? We keep maturing, we keep growing, you know, getting older. So same thing, I think, with with our energy, with with what is comfortable for us. So with the law of attraction, was there like, um, besides going to, <laughs> you're lucky and blessed that you were able to go to their, you know, their weekend thing or whatever their, their, uh, their uh, event was, but is there like... Um, a book, like one of your favorite books of theirs or a different book or a different resource that our listeners can be like, besides your book, (laughs) um, to really just, you know, maybe get them moving towards that direction or to the next level, next layer. So at the very beginning, when I first started The Law of Attraction, the book was Ask a Neil Stephen by Abraham Hicks. And then after I attended the event, I realized, you know, back then, there was no podcast, but they would ship you a CD. And you could listen to a CD. It was like recordings from events that they had. So I used to get a new CD every month. I couldn't afford every week or every two weeks, but I could afford every month. So I would get a new CD. And back then I was driving 45 minutes to work there and then 45 minutes back. So I would listen to the CDs nonstop. And I did that for about four years. Then And then I started adding more teachers like Louise Hay and Wen Dyer and Gary Sukup and, you know, Hector Tolle. And I will, you know, one book will lead me to the next and will lead me to the next and will lead me to the next. And I just kept like studying. At the same time, I was doing therapy. And it's funny that you mentioned that it's layers because I actually, you know, I think it's like an onion. You know, the way I look at the law of attraction now, I think that alignment is just another word for connection. Yes. Connection with who you are and yes. connection with spirit and the person that spirit knows you to be. That is alignment. If you are taking any action from that place, from that place, you are taking aligned action, inspiring action. There is no question in my mind that we are called to be more of who we are never to be less of who we are. It's always to be more of who we are. And from that point of view, the law of attraction to me is a process of unlearning or learning everything we learn about who we are, who we are supposed to be in the world, what is expected of us, what happiness is, what success is, you know, all of those things. We need to find what success means to us, what happiness means to us, what healing means to us, 
we need to find all of that and then be unapologetic about it. That's where I am right now with the law of attraction, you know, and this last layer that I'm kind of actually going through right now is understanding that a lot of the unlearning that needs to happen is not only in my mind and in my thoughts, but it's almost also in my body. Yes. Because a lot of the trauma that I, you know, that I went through, that I experienced in my life, I might not even remember it, but my body remembers. So now this last layer that I'm going through, I don't know if it will be my last layer ever because every time I think I'm done, something else comes up. (laughs) But this last layer that I'm in is learning how to make my body feel safe because I've come to understand that for me to be in alignment, I need to feel safe, safe in my body, safe in my head, safe in the world. So finding that place of safety where then I can be that true version of who I really are. And yeah. That's beautiful. But I, like you're saying, I don't think we'll ever get to the layer, but I think the layers change and it's what yeah. we could handle at that moment in time, what our energy can, can deal with. And, um, and I hear somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the layers just come off. And then again, when you're ready, you'll see that other layer, that other layer. It's like you're cleaning your house. You're like, you start cleaning, you get the dust off. It's like our body is collecting this dust. And if you don't really take a lot of time to go a little bit deeper, it's just going to keep accumulating. So you might keep cleaning the front, the back, and you, but you might miss those other areas. And so, uh, um, oh my God, someone's banging. <laughs> I hear them hammering out there. What the? So I apologize for that. But I feel like when you're ready, when you have the extra time to clean your house, the closet, or you want to go into that attic or that basement to where those places of those boxes we haven't seen in a while, they're still there. You might not see them. Yeah. They're out of sight, out of mind. But those boxes are there. And like I told one of my other guests, it's like someone, sometimes you inherit it from a family member or you brought it back from childhood. You don't need it anymore, but it's still taking up space. It's still there. You still need to get rid of it. And there might be a little mold and a little yucky stuff in there. You know, you could throw it out or, some, or let somebody else come and help you do some energy work or something like that. But um, where in your body now, like, I know you, you mentioned Reiki too. Do you use Reiki or do you go to someone for help, like to get that energy moving to go to this next layer? Yeah. So I am very much into somatic right now. <laughs> somatic. I'm actually doing a certification right now for somatic um, experience practitioner right now. My guest just did really that. Learned... What is that? Oh, Sit, really? Spell it. Spell I it. Just for, for I yeah, just I just it <laughs> So I just started mine and it's really about finding how to make my nervous system feel regulated again, finding how to make my body feel safe again. So I've been trying many different things like tapping, like TRE, which is the one where you shake it off. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm learning a lot of like sequences that I can do to hold my body to make it feel safe. So, and and now I'm like so excited to learn more about it. Um, so I just started my my training. So That's I'm doing this year is the beginning training. So this year is three modules. So I I finished module one and I'm about to start modules during a couple of weeks. 
That's amazing. So for me, what I've been getting for the last, this is stuff I've experimented on myself. I'm like my own little laboratory. I, you know, I, I, I meditate, I <laughs> listen to my intuition and I'm, you know, giving teachings all the time that's led me to this point. And a lot of it, I just keep to myself. I just do it on myself. And so what's come up, you know, that I'm getting the push to, to write my book, you know, about energy serums, because there are it's not just one serum for one thing. It's you might need the tapping. You might need something physical, something for your mental body, your emotional body, just like we exercise. You just don't need aerobic exercise. So when it comes to exercising your energy, there is, you might need something different for your mental, you know, um, mental, emotional, physical body, your etheric body, your spiritual body. It's all energy. It's all frequency. And it's, all different areas like your home you want to keep it clean but sometimes you don't know like you have marble you have to use you need a little bit be more delicate with the marble where if it's like a tile floor you could clean it with whatever so different materials different parts of your body different layers of your energy need different kind of cleaning so i am shown the the energy they're just energy serums. They're like energy, they're codes and light. Some of it's light, some of it, and it goes through your, some through your chakras, some through your meridians, some through your breath work. A lot of it's breath work and a lot of it is just knowing where to go and how to get there. So I'm excited about that because you've just mentioned that training and my other guest, um, uh, same thing. She said she's working on that because there's so many different areas. So yeah. what area right now do you feel you're working on? What do you feel like well, it's your ritual? It's definitely, it's definitely somatic what mm -hmm. I'm working on, mm -hmm. which is I'm trying to figure out how to create a safe space in my body. But you know what you were just saying, this is one of the reasons why I always tell people, you will never see me teaching you. Here's the recipe yes. of how to get in alignment. Yes. Because alignment is such a personal thing. It's like, I'm not going to tell you, here are the clothes you're supposed to wear every day because the clothes that you're going to wear depend on your body, the weather, how are you feeling that day, your personal style. Like everything is very personal. And what I try to help people is here's all of these tools available. But here's what you need to do. You need to connect with yourself yes. and ask yourself, what do I need spiritually, energetically, physically, you know, all of these different levels? What do I need at this moment? Emotionally, what do I need? And then you try different things. You know, I know for myself, being near the water is one of the biggest resets I could ever do. Yes. The days where I'm feeling like I can't even get those, I can't even feel the warmth of the sun. Mm -hmm. I know it's time for me to get in my car, drive to the nearest lake, and just stare at the water, walk by the water, scream at the water. You know, water is so healing to me. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I do is breath work, like breathing yes. in different ways. To I've been learning how to calm my nervous system through breathing. All of the things is amazing to me as well. I love massage therapy. Mm. That is also something my body really loves. So it's finding what are the things that bring me back into alignment every time. And it's funny, yesterday I had a conversation with someone 
that was, you know, I'm talking about this specific area of my life that I'm trying to improve. And she kept saying, you need to be here before you can get there. You mm-hmm. need to be here before you can get there. So when I got off our phone call, I was actually feeling yucky. You know, when I'm not in alignment, it feels yucky now. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling like, nah, this is, this is not feeling like me. And I, then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, this is why it's feeling yucky. Because I know that the universe will meet me wherever I am. And that was my post that I did today in, in Instagram. Universe will always meet me wherever I am. And I don't need to be anywhere else than where I am right now. And for now, that's enough. <laughs> I, am, I am okay being where I am. And that's a good place to be. And the moment I just realized this knowledge, you know, it was medicine to my soul. Mm. Immediately, I let go of resistance. Immediately, I let go of my should of the, I should be here, I should be different, I should be doing something else. What a relief. And I always say, in the absence of joy, alignment, getting back into alignment feels like relief. So in that one moment, I knew I was on my way back into alignment because I felt that relief of, of knowing I didn't need to be anywhere else. Yes, and you need those you need those moments to connect. And I think, like you said, it's experimenting with different things. And once you learn how to go within your heart, to go within, and I think that's a lot of what I've been drawn to do to help people because I've read books and people are like you have to do it my way or you go to teacher it has to be this way. And I'm like, no, one size does not fit all. You know, I wake up and some perfumes I want to wear, some outfits I don't want to wear. The shoes don't feel comfortable. I'm not feeling it. It's it's every day is different. Each day your body needs something different. Sometimes it needs to relax. Sometimes it needs to go, go, go and needs action. Sometimes it just needs, like you said, to be outside, to be by the water, to be, you know, in the forest. And it's all different. And I think that might be a book for you too, the uh, medicine to your soul. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> Something like that, you know? Well, it's, um, it's funny because a friend of mine is, is coming up with her own book. She's um, Anachi Navi. She's indigenous. And something I love about your book is she talks about seasons. What you're saying yes. right now is that we all go through seasons. You know, the belief that we're always going to be 100%, 100% of the time, that's a colonized mentality. Mm-hmm. In reality, we go through seasons as well. And what might bring me into alignment at one point might not bring me into alignment when I'm, for example, in my winter. You know, my spring will be different from my winter, which will be different from my summer. And what I, you know, in my book, the second part of the book is what I call the growth, which is there's three steps, curiosity, compassion, and continuity, which is awareness. What I believe is knowing to become curious, to be like, yes. what is going on? How am I feeling right now? What could make me feel better? What if I did this? What if, you know, I could feel better? What if I could? And then just very compassionate, help yourself get there. Because I find that also when when I started doing the law of attraction, I'd be like, come on, Shannon, you are better than this. You know how to do this. <laughs> And now I know that I cannot shame myself back into alignment. I can only love myself back into alignment. And again, it's meeting myself wherever I am and being, okay, from where I am right now to where I want to go, what is my next step? 
Yes. And sometimes it's crying my eyes out. Sometimes it's writing a beautiful letter to myself. Sometimes it's going out in nature. Sometimes it's, you know, pulling my, my sleeves up and doing tons of work. You know, it depends where I am and where my spirit is and how can I lovingly support myself to get to the manifestation part. But I know that the manifestation becomes inevitable mm -hmm. once I create this loving, beautiful, curious relationship with myself and with my spirit. So it's it's about having compassion for your yourself, your day, your your energy, um, your body. And like you said, don't judge, you know, and, you know, and if you're going to have the bad day and you want to cry, crying is not bad, you know, crying. I used to be one that uh, don't cry, <laughs> don't show tears, don't do this. And then <laughs> fast forward, you know, 30 years later, I just, I'm like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. And I wait till, I, you know, I don't have to be anywhere where there's, where I have to have like makeup on and puffy eyes don't, won't bother me. But I, I'll, I'll cry every once in a while, but I know it's like something bubbling up that needs to come out and, and I don't get stuck there and you feel so much better, or I do, you know, when you release it and it allows you to, again, remove that layer. It's almost like you needed to clean that little layer off, break through yeah. it. And here you are, here you are again, it, like it rained and now I'm blossoming. It rains feeding my soul and I'm blossoming. So I just think it's, it's, it's beautiful that you're at that point because a lot of people, I think, don't give themselves permission to have compassion and to look from a higher perspective and don't get stuck in that, you know, but sometimes we have to get stuck. To, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. But hopefully I know. Yeah. we have to. We were I think. Never, yeah, we were never meant to, you know, live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. contrast is always meant to be part of our experience because when you have contrast, you have desire, which then leads to a manifestation. If you never had any contrast, you will never have desire, so you will never manifest. And really, the only reason, this is what I believe we came to do here, is to expand. We yes. expand ourselves, and by our own expansion, we're expanding the universe. That's what we came to do. So contrast was always part of the question was always supposed to be part of our experience. And thank goodness, because I don't think I would be anywhere near where I am right now. And, and because if I didn't have contrast, and you know, when I dream about my future, I know it is because of contrast that I'm able to have these big dreams for myself. So yeah, contrast was always meant to be part of our experience. And you enjoy life better, I think. You enjoy it more because you went through there. And when you get stuck in those places or it's dark or it's gloomy or you, you just feel like there should be something else, what is there? You know, no one's noticing me. No one's acknowledging me. I'm working hard. Why am I not getting there? Why am I being passed on? Or, you know, and it's not just those things. It could just be regular life stuff, relationships, you know, um, with the people in your life. It just feels like something's off. You don't know what it is. And I feel a lot of it is because we're not connecting to our heart. We're not, we're so busy, busy going, going, going that we don't stop. Like you mentioned before, going within to really ask yourself, what do I really need? What does my heart need today? What does my soul need today? What does, you know, my energy need? 
what should what what should I eat? What should I wear? You know, and it's like asking it is given, but a lot of people don't ask, you know, or they ask, yes. but they don't listen, or you know, or they don't. You know, something I notice a lot is, and you know, I work mostly with Latinas. I would say ninety percent of the people I work with are Latinas, and I see this very often. We get really stuck in the dreaming because it's like. Well, I can't, I can't dream that because what are my parents going to say? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to disappoint them if I quit college and I become a clown. You <laughs> know, whatever your dream is, right? Or, well, I can't dream that because where am I going to get all the resources? I, well, I can't dream that because when have you seen a Latina do that? Well, I can't dream that because, you know, we even, like I tell people, like we are self-rejecting ourselves Yes. Before anyone or anything happens. And the thing is, the world is already rejecting many of us. Why are we piling up to it? <laughs> I tell people, right. go and dream the big dream. And the universe wants nothing more. See, I really believe dreams are whispers from the universe of yes. what it has planned for us. So when you have a dream, it's no coincidence. There are no coincidences in this life. That dream is was put in your heart for a reason. So allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to dream it and trust that. And, and you know, I know, and, and it sounds easy to say trust, and I, I hate when, you know, people tell me trust when I'm not in a place where I can <laughs> trust. But, you know, know that things are going to show up in such a way that inspiration is going to come your way, that the right people, the right time, the right ideas are going to come and if you're not in a place where you can trust at this moment then just just allow yourself to sit with the question what if that dream is possible for me what if i'm not saying believe that it's possible for you i'm not saying trust that it's possible for you i'm just saying what if what if and when we do that i i picture myself like Whenever I, I ask something like that of myself, I feel myself opening up almost like a flower, mm-hmm. ready to receive all of the sun and all of the rain and all of the goodness. You know, what if? What if that dream is possible? So what is your uh, dream now? Like possibility. You, what, yes. <laughs> what do you dream of now? Like, do you have a new dream? Oh my God. Like, if you could close your eyes now, take a few deep breaths, like, what if I did what? What would be the greatest thing you could imagine? Because I feel like when you do that, you you start to, like you said, it, it it's just the possibility of it, but you start to create the, the next step, the next puzzle piece that's going to get you to that synchronicity, to that opportunity, to that person, to that resource. What's your dream right now? The greatest gift, the greatest um, you know, vision. I... I have so many, but they all fall in the same line. Um, it took me a while, but I, I think now I am my most happiest. I am the happiest when I am talking with Latinas and when I'm creating a space for Latinas mm-hmm. to become that true biggest version of themselves. And I cannot tell, even like, doing podcasts and things, you know, I 
hang up and my husband is like, Kendra, you cannot erase your smile from your face. Like that's when I'm my happiest. And so for me, I have a lot of dreams right now. I'm dreaming of a second book. I'm dreaming of translating my book to Spanish. I'm dreaming of a card deck. I'm dreaming of, you know, yes. just continuing this work and just finding new and different ways to continue to bring this message to our community, whether it's through teaching, whether it's through coaching, whether it's through writing, whether it's through speaking, you know, but, oh my God, I have so much. So right now, I'm, you know, I'm learning more. I am a huge, like, I, I am so happy when I'm learning. So I just started this new certification, but I think, you know, yeah. So like Abraham says, I have dreams for, 10 times you know lifetimes <laughs> it's just um which one do i do next and i think you know this summer i'm going to be working on on my next book oh that's exciting and then like you said right now you're you're in the cycle you're in the season of learning you're absorbing you're learning and then you're going to you're integrating that because you're healing you're getting yourself uh, cleared of that next layer and then then you'll have the time to, you know, and to, to write where the creativity comes, but you had to clear that little, whatever residual energy was left there to move on to the next step where you feel like you'll be comfortable, but you radiate, you shine and you're so happy. And I, I love, I love that you're helping so many women and Latinas and just, you know, just showing up with your authentic self coming from that place of joy. Is there, um, something you would like to tell the audience besides one size does not fit all when you're learning and to go through your cycles and to find whatever it is by going within that's just something i do that's something you do is there a ritual or something that they could do but you could little seed of light for them right now that you could share with them advice yeah and you know more more than a ritual because like i say i think it's very personal mm -hmm. i would just say find what brings you joy and find what makes you happy because at the end of the day you know abraham says this and i'm a huge believer of this life is meant to feel good life yes. is supposed to be fun and if you are going through life and being taking things so seriously that you're not having fun i think there's an opportunity for you to reconnect with what really makes you feel alive, what really makes you feel excited. And I'm going to say, like, believe me, I'm not this happy 100% of the time. There are days when I'm like, so ready to feel sorry for myself and this narky. And, but I would say my dominant vibration most of the time is this vibration of me just finding how to keep being more of who I am in the world. You know, the world needs us to be 100% who we are. Anything less is, is, not being, is not living our best life. Anything less is, is not contributing to the expansion of who we are, the expansion of the universe. So keep finding those places of, or those spaces where you can be more of who you are. The world needs you to be more of who you are. Can I make me cry? <laughs> <laughs> so 
where can the audience find you or follow you or get your book or, or your website or anything? Tell them how yeah, they can reach so you. My, yeah, so they can find me in Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. And it's Sandra Hinojosa Ludwig in all of those channels. And um, my website is sandrinojosaludwig.com. And my book, Chica, Why Not? How to Live with Intention and Manifest a Life that Love You Back. You can buy it anywhere where books are sold. So anywhere online, any bookstore. So um, it's a cute little green cover with tons of flowers. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for being here. I feel like I'm just feeling blessed to have met you. I just feel like, yes, that's what it's supposed to be. And it's okay if you have those down days, but try to live in your, in your heart, try to live in that place of joy, try to invite more of that, that beauty and love, you know, and do more of what you love. And then those other days, those minutes, those moments, they get less and less and, and you live more in that energy, that vibration, the frequency, whatever you want to call it. But um, like you said before, be more of who you are. And I love that. And I thank you for being here and I'm so happy. I'm so happy our audience Thank gets you to meet having you. Me. You're welcome. You have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.